today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Jason Beckerman. Jamie C. Fabian here. So, biggest story of the day, of course, is Kanye's angry once again about something that Kim Kardashian is up to with her <sighs> TikTok account and, yeah, and the Davidson kids. and the kids. Right. What do we got here, Fabian? Uh, so basically, he is reigniting the custody war. Uh, his gripe had to do some. It had to do with the fact that North was apparently being not being allowed to come to Sunday service, and he claimed that Kim was pulling this last minute for him. And he said this was something that had been ongoing. Um, he was railing on that and in the same breath um he also mentions pete davidson and he claimed that pete davidson had sent him taunting text messages about being in bed with his wife it was pretty incoherent it didn't make a whole lot of sense he's like on camera praying at this point it's 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 going too far god please the boyfriend texts me antagonizing me bragging about being in bed with my wife i thought i thought publicly for a year and a half has been I've been dragged and how she's not my wife. She don't have a last name. And now he texting me talking and bragging about how he's in bed with my wife. And I'm like, well, who's watching my children if he's texting me bragging about being in bed with my wife? The text that Kanye actually referenced, in fact, surfaced because um, Pete's friend, I think the guy's name is Dave Cyrus. He's like a, a writer for Pete and a friend of Pete's fellow comic. He actually posted screen grabs of a text exchange that he said was actually between Kanye and P, and, and we verified that they are authentic. Um, and they're from that same morning, from Sunday morning. And it's basically Pete saying, dude, it's eight in the morning. Why are you attacking us? Why do you continue attacking Kim? I've tried to be reasonable with you. I've tried being polite and I've been quiet, but if you keep on pushing me, I'm not gonna stay quiet anymore. And then eventually it gets to a photo of, uh, you know, Kanye asks him, where are you? And he goes, I'm in bed with your wife right so now, good. and then he sends him a photo <laughs> so of himself good. shirtless, tongue out. So, 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 uh, your your description of it was great. I just I want to read it real quick, sure. if we can, because yo, it's Skeet, yeah, which is, this is Kanye's Pete, yeah. derisive name right. for Pete Davidson. So, so Pete's, Pete's owning responded, it. Yeah. Can you please take a second and calm down? It's 8 a.m. and it don't got to be like this. And then he goes, Kim is literally the best mother ever. And it goes on from there. But I just love that. Yo, it's Skeet. Yeah, so he's, he's, embra he's embracing the Skeet. Um, and, and then saying, just calm down. Right. Which um, is not Kanye's strong suit. Calm no, down. The, the thing, I don't know if you guys, how you took this or how you took it, Jamie. But like for me with this photo of Pete, um, it's weird because in, in one in one moment, he seems to be yes. supporting Kanye saying, hey, dude, I, I struggle with mental health as well. It doesn't have to be like seeming talking like a reasonable person, talking like he's the like the the adult in the room in this, and then, he and, then, and, then the bear. and then he literally pivots and becomes this juvenile punk saying, ah, "I'm in your bed with your wife." I thought that was low class and kind of scummy. It I don't, was, I, but it was such an epic setup. Like, it was. Oh, yeah. it was just a spike I, I, that I don't know it, how you it, don't it, take I, the opportunity. I guess. I guess we as third parties can look at it and say it was immature and juvenile and the whole thing. But if you're Pete Davidson, you've been taking it on the chin from this guy yeah. for months, a month. You've months. been yeah taking the you, high road in, in in animation. You've been buried up to your neck in, in you know in a, in a grave. You've been attacked constantly. You've right. been called bad names. You've been accused of all sorts of awful things, not just immoral things but sort of borderline criminal things and here you are sort of in a private text message you're not doing it publicly right in a private text message just like hey i'm also banging your wife more than that kim's gonna be pissed seeing that well that's the thing so he yes. he says in bed with your wife and the fact that i don't know i mean the divorce is still pending it hasn't been completely finalized she is technically single now i'm sure that she doesn't like the label 
your wife. She's mm -hmm. probably into herself. She's like, I'm not Kanye's wife. Like, why are you? And it's if he. I wonder if he actually was in bed next to her. Maybe he was, but like, you would think that Kim would stop that or, or stop that from being sent or, or I don't know. Or it's, it's weird. Encouraging it. I mean, you, you yeah. just don't know. I mean, yeah. how she yeah. must be so annoyed, fed, up with, all this, fed yeah. up with all this stuff. I don't know, Jamie. What's it like to be in bed next to a guy who's <laughs> next ex to an is SNL just... star yeah. and my rapper husband is pissed? You know, it's it's Monday. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. I, um, I, I just, uh, the unfortunate part for this, because I think that, you know, Kanye kind of deserved this, whether you love Kanye or Pete Davidson or whatever, he sure. kind of deserved this. He'd been a jerk for a long time. But does this ratchet things up or does Kanye say, boy, this is not a good look for me? I, I think it ratchets I think, it up. I think it's just another full tank of gas on the road trip. And I just wish I had a crystal ball of where does this end? How does this end? When yeah. does this end? Uh, I don't feel like any progress is made. Yeah, to answer your, your question, it makes everybody look bad. Especially, yeah. it makes Kim look bad, too. And you, you think about, oh, how does this affect the kids? I'm sure the kids are obviously affected by this, too. One other quick point I'll make about this. Do you guys remember um, about a month ago when Kanye was also lashing out, he invoked this old unsubstantiated rumor yes. about Ariana Grande and Mac Miller. Mm -hmm. Here's what the rumor is. And I don't know where it, where it came from. It bubbled up online in the wake of Ariana and Pete splitting up and in the wake of Mac Miller dying. The rumor is that um, while Mac Miller was still alive and Pete got with Ariana, that they were kind of beefing and that allegedly Pete sent intimate photos of himself with Ariana in bed right. to Mac. Again, unsubstantiated, no outlet that we're right. aware of ever reported it as true, and yet the rumor exists, right? right. When this happened, um, and we're, we're about to do a story on this right now, because um, I was working yesterday, I saw Mac Miller trending online. I was like, what the hell is this all about? Hop in the trend. People are speculating, wow, like that, then those Ariana Mac Miller rumors were definitely true then, huh? Right. And I'm not saying that this proves proves that one way or another, but it kind of opens that door of like, well, if you were able to pull it here with high profile people like Kim and Kanye, right. what's to say that you wouldn't pull something like this with less high profile people? Not, not you know, right. Mac and Ariana are still super famous, but people saw this and thought, wow, he is definitely capable of this type of behavior. I'm, I'm going to defend Pete Davidson. Mac Miller has since died. Sure. So whatever his character, whatever the situation, it's completely different now because you look back through a different lens and right. it's sad. We have no idea what the relationship between Pete, Ariana, Mac right. was. They might have been monsters to each other. True. So one thing does not mean that, that Pete is now evil because. Right, right. So let's pivot here for a second. Yeah. Taraji P. Henson oh really went wow. hard for Jesse, Jesse Smollett. Jesse Smollett, obviously, on Friday was sentenced to five months in uh, prison, in jail, jail in, right. in, uh, in Illinois uh, for uh, after his uh, conviction on charges that he lied to police uh, in setting up the entire Asandario brothers hoax. Right. Uh, and this weekend, Taraji just went in on defending him. law enforcement, yeah. on everybody who's come after uh, Justice Millette. It is a hot take. From well, the, we know they work together, but yeah. to come out so vociferously and say that he is being persecuted as civil rights leaders in the past have, it was really well, something. The, the reason this was so controversial is because she invoked um, Emmett Till. Right. And she, and she tried kind of making a comparison. And as I was writing the story, I was trying to understand, because, you know, it, it's such a, on its face, it's such an outlandish comparison. And like, like what? What are you saying? But I was trying to understand what she was saying. She she was essentially saying the people that lied about Emmett Till, all the white folks that lied about Emmett Till and that got him and that ended up killing him and that went to trial and ended up skating on charges completely. And they were, um, I think they were acquitted at the time. Um, she was basically saying those people lied about Emmett Till. 
There was violence in that case, um, and yet they got off. And in Jussie's case, he, you know, allegedly lied and was convicted of that. No violence, or there, there was no harmed parties or anything, and yet he's in jail. So she seemed to be kind of making right. a comparison no, and invoking like a race factor. Yeah. And she seemed to think she thought something was amiss with that. But people thought her bringing up Emmett Till at all as it relates to Jussie was a slap in the face to the the legacy of Emmett Till and whatever everything that means. And frankly, it is like it's it's inappropriate. I, I thought it was. I tried understanding her the nuance of what she was trying to say, but. It was just a bad take, in my opinion. I just didn't see anything, anything. There's no parallel there whatsoever, in my mind. Uh, do you want to come with me on a uh, TMZ deep dive? Let's go for it. Okay, so here's why I found this very interesting. We did stories back in 2015. Her son was pulled over by police, mm. and she came out and said that he was racially profiled mm -hmm. when after the police. The video came out from the police, and the son was wrong. He ran through a... Um, a, not a sidewalk, I'm sorry, a crosswalk. Uh -huh. While it was lit, somebody was in there. He had marijuana in the car. He was underage. Okay. She came out and had to publicly apologize to the Glendale Police Department. So I just think that after that's happened mm. once in your life, let's just stay in our lane. So essentially well, she's seemingly once again yeah. kind of trying Crying. to characterize things in like a, yeah. yeah. I, look, what she said is is indefensible on a factual level. We We know that. She is... Good friends with him, sure. and she does feel that he was wronged. And I think there's an argument to be to be had that he was needlessly punished for what could conceivably be a victimless crime. Right. Well, even that's up for debate. That too, is up but, for debate. I, yeah. But but I don't. I just don't want to cast her aside. I, like she's the kind of friend I would like if I was in trouble. No, she's never, she's never gonna turn back. That said, you know the Emmett Till thing is obviously too far. What Emmett Till endured at the hands of a white mob and, and yeah. that, you know, was awful. And they were never convicted. And that is an awful thing. But here, it was not a white mob that convicted him at all, right? Let's no, Jesse, Jesse brought, as the judge rightly noted, he brought this upon well, himself. And also, let's not forget that the two primary witnesses against him were African. Right. The head of the Chicago Police Department that led this investigation, it was so outraged by Jesse Smollett's conduct, right. was African-American. Um, so so it, this is not a white mob out to get Jesse Smollett. And this is not even a race issue, because that's the thing. Even, yeah. I, I missed this last week, but during the the conviction, I'm not, not the conviction, but the sentencing, you know, Jesse and everybody, they were they were kind of trying to play the race card a little bit, trying to make a scene. And you I, play you play the defenses you have. Yeah, court, of course. You know? um, and it's just interesting because with, with Taraji here, she starts off her comments by saying, "I am not here to debate you on his innocence." What is that? That's what I'm saying. Everyone that's coming out in support of Jesse Smollett is very telling to me. It's like, well, what exactly are you well, coming out and defending? Well, she, here? she's like, saying the punishment doesn't fit the crime. And sure, which my, is a fair argument. Well, to make. but he, but here's my ultimate pushback on that. Jussie Smollett was offered a plea bargain all the way through, which yeah. he could have accepted, which resulted in zero jail time and just the payment of restitution to the city of Chicago right. of $130,000, whatever it was. He denied that. When you refuse a plea bargain and you put the state through its paces to go to trial and you are convicted, you can never get the sentence that matches the plea bargain offer. Else nobody will accept plea bargains. They will just roll the dice and go to trial. Right. So you've got to punish. by, And this happens in every case everywhere. If you go to trial and you're convicted, you are necessarily going to be sentenced for more than the plea bargain offer. And here he got five months in jail. He could have gotten up to a couple of years in jail. Right. It's a reasonable sentence. It sure doesn't not match the crime. Maybe it's a little harsh for the crime, maybe. But you can't give him 
just a, just probation because no. that's what he was offered and denied right. and turned down. And not only that, but he tripled down on his innocence yet again as he was being led to jail. Yeah. Speaking of Jesse, one other note about this. So he um, his brother went online this weekend, also pleading his innocence, et cetera. But he was also saying he kept touting the fact that, you know, my brother is not um, he's not unstable. He's not suicidal. That's something that Jesse himself was saying. That's something his family has continued saying um, in support of him. And his brother said, my brother, we've learned that my brother's now in a psych ward in the Cook County Jail, uh, uh, suggesting they're setting my brother up to essentially like off himself or something like that's kind of the whole that's what they're alluding to here and he and his brother was once again saying my brother's not suicidal my brother's not not unstable um he shouldn't be in a psych ward we cleared it up because that's what i'm saying this is so much misinformation about this um we we talked to law enforcement sources who told us that high profile inmates including and jesse is in protective custody by the way he's not going to be around other inmates in gen pop or anything like that they put these high profile inmates in the psych ward wing just because they're high profile that it doesn't right. necessarily mean that you're in there with a straight jacket and right. that you're you're loony but that's what his brother kind of made it seem like and right. it's just a it's just a mess on that whole that whole so, story but if you're shopping while working eating or even listening to this podcast then you know and love the thrill of the hunt but are you getting the thrill of the best deals Rakuten shoppers do they get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal or... Go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Speaking of people who are going places that they didn't want to return to, oh, or that we yeah. never thought they'd want to return to. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hell of a Tom, segue there. Tom Brady <laughs> has decided that he's going to come out of retirement and rejoin the Tampa surprise, Bay Bucks. Surprise, Lord, somebody check on Giselle. Yeah, that's, people were talking about that this weekend. So first of all, is anybody actually surprised by this? Like, I'm not surprised uh, one li- bit. A little bit. A little bit. Really? I-, I thought we'd get teased for a while. It has been two months. Sir. I know. It's almost kind of like, why'd you retire in the first place? It, like, what are you doing out there, bro? It almost reminds me like, of when you it. pretend that you fell asleep at the sleepover because you want to hear what everyone says about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, he he did his own funeral yes. to hear what the eulogies yes. were. Yes. And I liked it. Yeah. Everyone I liked stood this. up and said, right. what a great guy. And there were right. montages. And, and right. then, just kidding, guys, I'm fine. He yeah, was his, alive his ra- at his own funeral. Yeah. His rationale is essentially saying, you know, I have unfinished business in Tampa, I'm coming back to the field to play. Okay, fine, come back then, it's fine. I mean, the Michael Jordan comeback back in the 90s was way more dramatic because he actually left and yeah. he was away from like a, for a full season, I think, yeah. mm-hmm. and then came back and and was triumphant and that was that's why it was so legendary. If Tom Brady comes back and I mean, we'll see what he does, but I'm like, why'd you leave in the first place? It was just, it's bizarre. Um, and, and speaking of Giselle, people were saying, um, Tom Brady was with Giselle for two months, and immediately he's like, "Nope, I'm not doing this. Like, screw this. I'm going back to work." Nah, kind of thing. That's, that's not. I'm, fair. It's, it's jokey, but it's people. It's not. Were, I think if anything, it's the kids. Yeah, <laughs> it's the idea of parenting full time. That... <laughs> oh, I'm not made for it. No. Oh no, my, my kids' preschool closed for a little bit. I was calling Harvey right, like looking for a second job. No, when wow. when TMZ's offices open up, Jamie and I are like, "Hey, Woo! we're coming back. We're no no hesitation here. <laughs> Test me if you need to." Oh man. Yeah. Um, so uh, I guess we can move on to Elon Musk. This, this is kind of a, a silly, somewhat interesting story. So Elon Musk this morning 
uh, challenged Vladimir Putin to a fight. He wrote he wrote in, in Russian, he says, I hereby challenge, he wrote Vladimir Putin's name in Russian signage to a single combat. Um, stakes are, and then he wrote Ukraine in, in Russian lettering. Um, so basically saying, I'll, I'll challenge you to a fight. Winner takes Ukraine. Obviously, you can't take it seriously. I don't think Elon himself is taking it seriously. No, but let's let's take it seriously for a second. Okay. Oh, who, who are you rooting for? I mean, they're both. Who am I rooting for? I'm, I'm not rooting <laughs> for. Off the <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it can't be a fight to the mutual death. That would be, no, I'm just kidding. Of course. It's like celebrity we, death uh, match Of course. Here. You, you, you want Elon Musk, but this will never happen. Sort of a, uh, not surprisingly, an attempt to get for Elon Musk to get himself into the conversation. Yeah, and he's, he he's already kind of been inserted into this whole thing because he's been, and he, this is a good thing he's been doing. He's been offering um, internet services to people in Ukraine via his star, I think it's called Starlink, his yeah. Starlink satellite. Yeah. And he also said, oh, if Putin tries taking out the ISS, I'll stop. I'm like, okay, that's great. Cool, good for you. Another mm -hmm. interesting thing, just kind of getting back to your hypothetical about who would actually win. Um, both of these guys have actual training in martial arts. Putin, it's unclear how much of how much how good he is because he has like an honorary Taekwondo right, black right. belt. We've we've seen him in hockey matches where right. other people let so him we win. So we know we yeah, know yeah. Putin is like kind of physical and kind of active. Apparently, Elon though has actual training from when he was a kid. He 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 told Joe Rogan um, on his podcast appearance like a couple years ago that he did Taekwondo as a kid, karate, did a little bit of jujitsu. So he says he knows a little bit of martial arts. I, 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 These are two flabby middle-aged men are, yes. with a lot of money. Yes. End of story. And the That's fact, true. The fact that Elon I'd Musk rather... took Taekwondo as a child doesn't lead me to believe that he's a great fighter today, yeah. right? And I agree. I agree. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, look, Putin will not respond to it. Elon Musk, again, just trying to get himself in the middle of the conversation where sure. he likes to be. It's where he's, he's, he's happiest in the middle of every conversation. So and it's not lost on me that this comes in, in the wake of the Jeff Bezos announcement today with Blue Origin and Pete yes. Davidson, but that, we're not going to get into that already. <laughs> um, and then finally, we have Naomi Osaka. This story actually is very, uh, I don't know, it, it to me, I have a, a bad hot take. I'll just preface that right now um, and say it. Well, Let's let me lay out the story. Okay, and lay out the story. Give me a hot take. All so right. Naomi Osaka was in a tournament over the weekend. Uh, hecklers in the crowd yelled, "You suck!" Uh, fast forward to a few minutes later, she's in the in the chair between between games, and she breaks down in yeah, tears. Yeah, so, so she was she in the middle of the match. Yeah. So the heckler is a woman saying, "Naomi, you suck," and you can hear it clear as day. Yep. It's like right, and the game goes on for a little bit. Um, in the middle of a break, Naomi goes to the judge's chair asks to speak to the crowd on her microphone. She's like, yeah. I just want to address the crowd real quick. I'm not going to say anything nasty. I'm not going to curse. I just have something on my heart, whatever. The the, the the chair, the umpire, the chair umpire is like, no, right. no, like just carry on. Right. And and it became this whole thing. There was a lot of pause of this. And then at the end, she ended up losing her match to, I, th I forget the, the woman's name, Veronica something, I, excuse me. But at the end, Naomi still wanted to address it and she did. And she basically, she was like crying and breaking down and saying, listen, I've dealt with hecklers before. I can deal with hecklers. Um, but the heckling here, especially at, at where it was, it was at the Indian Wells um, tournament. She said back in the early 2000s, um, Venus and Serena Williams were also heckled here. Um, and she says, and that and that brought up memories for me. And, and she and essentially, she alluded to the fact that um, Venus and Serena Williams were treated super unfairly. Um, and she felt like that was sort of, and history was sort of repeating yeah. itself with her, so she was really hurt by that. Right. Um, and by the way, that, that whole Venus and Serena thing, like it, there was, people were claiming race. There was a lot of, sure, sure, there was sure. a lot of elements at play with that too. 
look for me it's like i i understand where she's coming from but at the same time it's like look you're a professional athlete like can look, you let's, just let's so so there's a conversation to be had here about when fans go too far and is right. this too far and should we rein it in we've seen in the nba efforts sure. by superstars to rein people in but is a woman's yelling you suck in if, the stands who, who knows how far out in the stands here, she goes. here's my takeaway as somebody with zero experience in mental health whatsoever naomi osaka is not in a place to play. If this kind of thing Correct. sets her off to right. the point that she breaks down, and I'm not taking away her feelings at all. She's entitled right, to those, right, right, and right. these hurt her deeply. But to your point, Jamie, this is part of being a professional yes, athlete. You get this kind of treatment. But Jamie, what, what do you think? Well, should we rein this kind of stuff in I, I, from st fans? And it, I mean, As a fan, I think it's pretty gutsy that when you know, you know where Naomi Osaka is mentally, so yeah. to do yeah. that is pretty evil on I its agree. own. But you can't tell somebody that they can't say you suck. That's, you that's fourth grade. Yeah. And as a matter suck. of fact, we, we're now having a new conversation. I think it's always been the case that fans try to get in the heads yes. of the opposition. Yes. Right. right. This woman apparently was a fan of the, the woman he yelled, apparently a right. fan of the other the other player. And she tried to get in Naomi Osaka's head. And because Naomi Osaka has some, some mental health issues she she's some going issues, through, right. She reacted in a way that is more profound than anybody else that we've ever seen, frankly, react on the court to this right. kind of thing. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, kind of like you're saying, this is part of the game, like yep. fans taunting the athletes. Part of the athlete's job, and, and the reason why we revere athletes, not just because of their, of their physical prowess and what they can do and what they're doing, but like being able to overcome mentally like right. these outside forces and still perform. A, you can't right. get a microphone every time someone says something right. 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 and right. have an odd discombobulated speech. You made a really good point. The Michael Jordan is not the greatest physical athlete in the history of the NBA. He was the mental, mentally, he was a great yeah. physical athlete, but mentally the strongest person ever played. It was, it was ever a played. big picture. And it, that's yeah. what made him so great. And we have always honored that as in your, in Venus Williams and Serena Williams, two of the strongest uh, emotional, mental people in the history of the game. Right. Tiger Woods, another one, like the fierce determination. But with Naomi Osaka, she doesn't have that apparently. She's an incredible athlete, but she doesn't have that. So maybe she was she shouldn't be there i don't know is yeah. that too much to say i think you need a little time off yeah. a little more no i'm not even trying to yeah. be funny no, I because think clearly like, we're it not was, ready to be back it wasn't yeah. lo lot long ago where she was literally boycotting doing yes. uh, post-game yeah. press conferences citing mental health and at, and at the time i'm not gonna lie this is the cynic in me i was like that's such bs like you just don't want to talk to the press you're just citing yeah. mental health as a, as a cop-out now with this seeing this yeah. i'm like no she was being 100 percent honest and she actually has issues he, Here's the really sad part. Obviously, a phenomenal tennis player, one of the greats. Right. Also, uh, up until a year, two years ago, a, a great voice. She was so kind, so kind to kids, so right. so sweet to everybody, and a real proponent of the game and women's athletics generally. In a way that I, she was trans, and, and she's also uh, bi-national, right? She's Japanese and and, black. and uh, I believe she's uh, Haitian. I believe, maybe, right. and I'm sorry if I'm getting that wrong. I think, she, and so, but is living in America, so she's able to sort of transcend all the divisions For that sure. come up, and she's biracial and, and all this stuff. So I, I just I admire her so much, and I think she's taking away from some of her legacy by in this way, and I think that's unfortunate. Yeah, she just needs thicker skin. I mean, that's that's well, the, she's very young. So yeah, she is young. You're let's right. Let's hope that you know we get a little. She can grow skin, into it more. Come on back. Yeah. Be the superstar she is. I would take her in a fight over Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. All right, guys. Uh, thanks very much. Listen to your podcast wherever you Oh, yeah. You we got to plug the podcast. podcast wherever yeah, you we're on, Apple, uh, we're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We're on our website. We're, we're anywhere you might be able to download podcasts. So check us out. I think we're on YouTube too somewhere. So later, guys. We'll catch you next time. 